0: Buildings now, there's cars toppled, buildings and tires just crushed and crumbled. I'm not sure if it's safe to report from my vantage point. I, I really need to leave. So, the fences inform me that the surrounding areas are, are in ruin. I, I see some people running now. In the opinion of this reporter, if this nation, or in fact the world, ever needed heroes, that time is now.
1: That time is now. <laughs>
2: Podcast, The official podcast for com and FirestormFan.com. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Rob Kelly from the Aquaman Shrine. And as you probably can guess uh, by me doing the intro, Shag is not with me this week. Uh, we just could not get together uh, to make our schedules work so we could record a show. Probably has something to do with Shag's uh, gambling problem, but that's, that's not for me to discuss. Uh, so... Uh, we thought instead of not doing any show at all, we would do another Power Record show. That the first one we did around episode forty-three or forty-four was quite well received, so we thought we would try it again. Uh, I do love presenting these things; they're 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 really little uh, little gems. So we thought, uh, you know, what the heck, let's do another one. Um, we're going to be doing uh, two longer form stories this time around. Uh, unfortunately, Aquaman only appeared in that one Power Record that I played in the previous episode, so. Uh, the, there won't be uh, any connection to Aquaman or Firestorm in this episode. So we're we're stretching the title uh, of the show a bit, but, you know, I think uh, we will just roll with it. Um, the two stories we're going to be presenting in this uh, episode is, the first one is starring Conan the Barbarian, and the title is The Crawler in the Mist – Uh, Crawler in the Mists, excuse me. And then the second one is going to be the Riddler uh, versus, of course, Batman and Robin in If Music Be the Food of Death. They're both really, really superb stories, uh, and we'll get to them in just a moment. Uh, But before I do, I want to pay some bills. Uh, Let me say this episode of the Fire and Water podcast is sponsored in part by InStockTrades.com. InStockTrades is your best online source for trades, hardcovers, and other collected editions, all for up to 45% off, with free shipping for orders of $50 or more. One of the deals you can find on instoptrades.com right now, which at least at the time of this recording, is The Chronicles of Conan, Volume 15, which is reprinting in order all of the Marvel Conan stories. And the Volume 15 features a reprint of Conan the Barbarian number 116, which is where the Crawler and the Mists later appeared. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, It features stories by J.M. DeMatteis, Roy Thomas, Larry Hama, and Len Wein. And the artists, of course, John Buscema, Neil Adams, Vincente Alcazar, Ernie Chan, and Bob Bob McLeod. So, pretty good lineup there. You can currently get that on Unstuck Trades for $9.32. That's 45% off the original price. Um, It's something like 300 pages. So, uh, if you're a Conan fan, you cannot go wrong with these chronicles, Chronicles of Conan books. Uh, and the other one I wanted to recommend, uh, since we're talking about the Riddler, is Batman Dynamic Duo Archives, which is part of DC's Archives Edition, the super expensive hardcover books. Uh, currently, volume two is the normal price is $49.99. There, Trades is selling it for only $24.99, that's 50% off. And this edition features reprints of Batman numbers 168 to 171, Detective Comics 334 through 339, which features appearances by the Penguin and the Riddler, and an introduction by Batman Begins producer Michael Uslan. So for all these and all your other trade, trade paperback needs, visit instocktrades.com. Uh, okay, as I said, we're going to get to uh, these uh, awesome power of record stories. This one, like I said, the Conan story is called The Crawler and the Mists, Take a listen, and we'll talk about it a little bit when we get back.
3: At first, the motion is not unlike the monotonous rolling of waves lapping softly against the shore. Then the constant movement becomes a ragged bumping and a Selenite Barbarian struggles back to consciousness to find himself not on some great slave ship prowling the Argosian shore, but rather on a ship of the desert. A foul-smelling camel.
4: Huh? Where am I? What's happening here?
5: Welcome back to the land of the living, my friend. You have slept for quite some time.
4: Who are you, little man? What am I doing astride this ugly beast?
5: I am called Rasto Barbarian. I am a trader bound for the marketplace at Sancha. My fellows and I found you lying unconscious along the shore. So we thought we'd take you with us, rather than leave you as food for the vultures.
4: So you bound me with this length of chain, but to protect me from those birds, I take it?
5: As I told you, my friend, I am a trader. And you are... A piece of valuable merchandise which will bring a most tidy sum on the misogyned slave block.
4: And what makes you think I'm ever going to reach that slave block, you shriveled little worm?
5: Well, there's certainly no way you can escape me, barbarian. The other end of the chain that binds you is shackled to my wrist. Accept it, my friend. You're my prisoner.
4: But since this chain indeed has two ends, little worm, who is to say which of us is really the prisoner here? By Ishtar, the
3: barbarian yanked little Rasto out of his saddle as if he were no more than a child.
6: Do we allow the dog to get away with that, my brethren?
4: If you had half the brains you were born with, fools, you would turn, tail, and run. But since I'm certain you do not, let us get on with the battle and be done with it. Alone and
3: unarmed, you challenge us thus, barbarian?
4: Come forward and see.
6: Then stand your ground dog and die.
3: Howling like wild desert wolves, the traders charge forth, their scimitars glinting in the sunlight, and a fire-eyed Cimmerian meets their attack gladly, his teeth bared and snarling.
1: Put me down, barbaric!
6: Please, put me... Watch out, the crazy barbarian is using Rasto as a flail to he's, he's whirling the little one around on the end of the chain like a look out our camels! Our camels! Enough, barbarian. Oh, we yield. Oh, you 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 have scattered our camels, beaten us senseless. Frankly, you're more trouble than you're worth. Be gone, barbarian.
4: And good riddance to you. Free me from this cursed shackle, little worm, and I will gladly be on my way.
5: It's certainly, barbarian. I have the key right here in my robes. Just let me... I no.
4: What is it, little worm? The,
5: the key. In, in the heat of battle, I seem to have lost it somewhere in the sand.
4: Bell's bones. It figures. Well, Little Worm, if I want to leave here, it seems I'll have to remove your scrawny wrist to remove your shackle. Re- remove
5: my, 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 my wrist?
4: Or take you with me until I can find someone to free us from these cursed chains.
5: My, 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 my wrist?
4: Oh, don't worry, Little Worm. I'll leave your precious wrist. What good, after all, is a one-handed trader? Such as you needs both hands free to pick your customer's purse. <laughs> now, come, climb up in the saddle behind me and let us be gone
5: climb in the saddle be behind you?
4: Would you rather I dragged you along behind me? (laughs) You can move swiftly for one so small and twisted, little worm.
5: Given such a choice, wouldn't you, barbarian? Wouldn't you?
4: (laughs) Get on, you ugly beast. Get on.
5: for many hours now, Barbarian. Are you certain you know where we are going?
4: You are bound for the marketplace at Mesantia. It seems as good a destination as any.
5: Then why are we traveling in this direction, Barbarian? Messantia lies to the south.
4: So do your companions, little worm. We will strike our own course for Messantia, one with less chance of... Eyes of Ishtar. On that rise before us. A city.
5: But there is no city on the desert sands,
4: unless... For a change, fortune smiles on us, Little Worm. It's growing dark. Yonder will make a fine place to pass the night and to finally rid myself of this shackle and you.
5: Parparion, wait. I pray you pass that city by. Let us find other lodgings for the night.
4: What are you jabbering about, Little Worm? A city awaits to welcome us, and you'd rather have us sleep under some desert rock?
5: Please, Parparion... I have heard legends of this city in the sands. Legends of a hideous creature that prowls its streets by night, carrying human victims off to its hidden lair somewhere in the ruins at the city's edge. In the name of sanity, black man, let us pass this dreadful place by.
4: Uh, I'm weary, little worm. And that city offers the promise of a soft bed. And more. But... No buts, little worm. That city is where we're going. The way I'm feeling right now, any monster that dares attack me does so at its own peril. Now, move on, you foul-smelling brute. Stop complaining. Good evening, citizen. Can you tell me where to find a blacksmith who could help Go me No way,
3: away, stranger. Leave Kamala while you still have the chance.
4: You are right, little worm. The people here are not exactly what you would call hospitable.
5: Please, Barbarian, let us follow the man's advice.
4: Silence, Worm. There must be someone here willing to talk to us. You
5: were saying, Barbarian, look around you. The people slam shut their doors and windows as we approach. We're obviously not wanted here, my friend.
4: That's not, Little Worm, but we are still staying, even if we would spend the night right here in the city square.
5: Here, Barbarian?
4: Aye, Little Worm. These cobblestones will make as soft a pillow for our heads as any desert rock.
5: Good night, barbarian.
4: Good night, little worm. Try not to rattle the chains, will you? I sleep lightly. Star. Some great misshapen slug has grabbed hold of the little worm, dragging me along by the chain on my wrist. Got to pull free! before more. Aye, Eric. The creature snapped the chain as if it were only twine. Got to free the little worm while they still. My head. Reeling. I have to regain my footing then... Crom, The slug thing has carried little Rasto off into the mists. Uh, I'm rid of them both then. All I need to do is mount up and ride off. There's nothing more to keep me here. Except this at all. But I've grown unusually fond of that twisted little man. It appears there's no other course open to me but to follow that milky white crawler into the mists. And bring little Rasto back. It seems little Rasto spoke true. The crawler has indeed carried him to these ruins at the city's edge. Now all I have to do is find them before. There! Slithering into the crumbling of that temple! It's them, but I can still reach them before they're lost in the darkness of another slug beast, coal black, where the first one was white. It bars my path, slithers forward as if to attack, battle it seeks and battle it has found. The creature's flesh is harder an Arcanian steel. Oh. My blade cannot pierce its... Oh. ...curse those writhing tentacles. If, if one of them gets a grip on me, it can crush my chest to a bone. But if my sword cannot slay the beast, then what... Wo- that tall stone pillar, it's already cracked and rutted with age and the blow that creature's tentacle just dealt it has not improved its condition. If I can manage to weaken its support, then lure the monster into place. Yes, it just might work. Aye, Alec. I wish I had a sturdy axe to use upon this pillar. But it seems my sword serves just as well. Fragments of the stone fall away, even as the creature draws near. Send this pillar popling over on that. Curse it, monster! Eyes of Ishtar. What sorcery is this? Wires and coils jet from the slain creature's broken back. Wires that leap and congeal as if lightning lived within them. There is more madness afoot here than readily meets the eye. I'm not so sure I want to know from whence it came. But... The white-fleshed creature's trail is easily followed. A ribbon of slime that leads deep into this crumbling temple. But where... Crom! Light up ahead! Apparently my questions have answers. There, before that shimmering veil of light, The ivory-skinned slug thing. And Rasto. Patience, little worm. A moment longer, and my sword will set you free.
5: Barbarian, wait. You don't know what you're doing. That creature must not be
6: slain.
4: You speak nonsense, little worm. That monster has bewitched you. But still, I'll... Stop
6: where you are, Conan of Cimmeria. For the sake of us all.
4: That voice thundering inside my head. But what? Who?
6: I... I he whom you called Monster. I am the last of my race. For centuries I have dwelt here alone, but for the mechanical companion I created for myself, the automaton you so callously destroyed outside in the mists for no good reason.
4: My life is all the reason that I need, creature.
6: The companion meant only to detain you, Sumerian, not injure you. You simply did not understand its motivations. It seems your race never understands. I never meant to harm the people of Kamala. I've sought only to help. I have taken the frail, the crippled, the aged, the infirm of Kamala and granted them the gift of peace and new life in the land beyond this shimmering veil. Such is the gift I will now grant the one called rasta
5: now do you see, barbarian? Now do you understand?
6: Come, little one. It is time for us to go. There is nothing more to keep us here.
4: No! Come back! You can't. I cannot pass through this shimmering veil. But Rasto and the monster had no trouble in. Rasto? My eyes must deceive me. Beyond the veil, a great. Golden realm, beautiful, handsome people, laughing, frolicking. And, and Rasto. Rasto no longer frail and twisted, but standing straight and tall, and full of life. I must see more. I must. Oh. The veil begins to cloud, obscuring my view. Let me through, Curse you.
6: Let me through. No, Cimmeria. Though it sorely grieves me, I cannot let you pass. There is no place for you beyond the veil, so long as there is such fury in your heart, such violence in your soul. Forgive me, Conan, but there is no place for a sword-wielding serpent
4: in paradise. It's gone. Rasto, the monster, the veil, all of it, gone. Head bowed, jaw clenched,
3: Conan of Samaria turns away from the ruins, striding solemnly back to his mount waiting in the village square. Without another word, the barbarian slides into the saddle and rides away, leaving the city in the desert wastes and the gates of paradise far from him.
2: Uh, I hope you all enjoyed that Conan adventure. I know Aishra did. Uh, Growing up, that was one of my all-time favorites because it is, I think, you know, it's pretty spooky. Uh, The music, the ambiance, especially how it comes into the beginning and the narration, it really makes for a a very compelling Conan adventure. And I I have to tell you that when I was a kid, uh, that story creeped me out a little bit. There was just something about the mood that it set uh, that was really, really quite effective. You sort of pictured this you know, desolate landscape where monsters lurked at, at every moment. And, uh, it remains to me one of power records records is, um, uh, best efforts. Um, it, they, they really conveyed that universe quite well. And, you know, we have to think that was something kind of different for them. Most of their characters were of course, superhero characters. And, uh, this was kind of a different thing for them to try. And, uh, they, they did it quite well. Um, the Crawler in the Mists appeared as a book and record set if, uh, you, where you get the 45 and it came along with the read-along comic book featuring artwork by Neil Adams. Can't go wrong there. And then it was also used again for a Conan, a full Conan LP, which was just untitled. It's just simply called Conan the Barbarian, which features three other stories, The Jewel of the Ages, Shadow of the Stolen City, and The Thunderdust, all of which are quite good. Uh, and the cover to that LP... Uh, also is by Neil Adams. So you can't beat it. I mean, it is just really a great collection. And it's, as I've said before, it's a shame that these things had never been collected anywhere in any sort of formal manner, because they're really quite good. Um, now, I was always wondering, you know, I always assumed that most of these, uh, most of the Marvel stories that power records did were adapted from Marvel comics. Uh, the Spider-Man and Captain America, they're all just adapted from previous Marvel stories. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this story is from Conan the Barbarian number 116. Now, for any of you that knows the history of that title, Conan and the Barbarian number 116 was published in 1980, yet this power record was released in 1976. So how did they do that? Well, the answer is apparently it was revealed in um, by Roy Thomas in the intro to one of the Chronicles of Conan books, maybe even the one I mentioned earlier, in that, that this story was done exclusively for Power Records. I never knew that until I posted uh, this story on my Power Record blog, which is powerrecord, just powerrecord.blogspot.com. And in the comments, it was revealed that this story was, in fact, it said done for Power Records exclusively, originally, and then it got repurposed as a Conan comic book a couple of years down the line. So this is fairly unique in that it was not uh, a repurposed Conan story. It was done specifically for them, and then Marvel itself repurposed it. So... You never throw anything away. Um, it's as I said it's it's a great great story. It's it's just thoroughly creepy and weird. And uh, the, the 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 guy that plays Conan, uh, of course, all these power records don't have any credits. But the guy that plays Conan is perfect. His voice is, is absolutely perfect. It sounds you know he uh, not unintelligent, but but uh, you know definitely more rough and tumble than the more genteel Superman and Batman and Spiderman that you heard in the other power records. So it it really remains um, to me one of their best efforts. Next up, except as our second story, is Batman in If Music Be the Food of Death. And this is another real winner, another kind of creepy story. Uh, Again, we'll talk about it when it's done, so uh, enjoy.
4: Batman and Robin match wits with the Riddler in a game where the stakes are life itself. If music be the food of death. One sunny day in April, Dick Grayson, home from college for spring vacation, strolls in Gotham City's famous Center Park. Glancing up, he sees a small airplane overhead skywriting tracing a strange message in the sky. Gee, what does that say?
5: Young man,
1: can you make out what that plane is writing?
0: I think so, but it doesn't
1: make any sense. What makes the car go? Is that what it says?
0: That's what it says.
1: How odd. It sounds like a riddle.
0: Sure does. Hey, a riddle. Wow. Uh,
1: Excuse me, uh, ma'am. Goodbye. He must be a track star. I never saw anyone run that fast.
4: A very short time later, a door flies open in the study of Bruce Wayne.
0: Batman! Dick, what's wrong? Not Dick, not now. Time for Robin and Batman. Oh? The Riddler. Where? I saw a riddle. In the sky. A plane skywriting. Trying to reach me. Sure. wants to give you a clue, as usual, to what he's going to do. So, he's loose again. The dope? Won't he ever learn? Don't underestimate him, Robin. He's a brilliant criminal. What was the riddle? What makes the car go? What makes the car go? That's not a riddle. Not a whole one. I know. There's just one answer. Gasoline. But it doesn't make sense. Gasoline. Of course. Hmm?
4: After quick preparations, the dynamic duo, Batman and Robin, peer through masks at Gotham City, slipping away beneath them as they soar in the Batcopter over Gotham Harbor, headed out to sea.
0: Where are we going, Batman? To meet a ship. A ship? A huge tanker, due to arrive today from the Middle East. Remember the question, what makes the car go? The ship's cargo is gasoline, a cargo as precious as gold anywhere in the world. Wow! You think the Riddler would try to steal a ship? Why not? The bigger the better. It's just his style. We're almost there. Look, on the horizon. Isn't that a tanker? That's it. Now look for a smaller craft. Batman! Behind us! A plane! They're shooting at us! And hitting us. The motor is skipping. We're losing control.
4: It's power gone. The Batcopter sinks toward the water. Then, just offshore, the Batman spies a small deserted island, not much more than a sandbar. Skillfully, he steers the copter there and lets it settle. As they climb from their disabled craft, the Batman and Robin see the Riddler. He's in a powerboat in the water and speaks to them through a bullhorn.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Batman, for falling into my (laughs) trap. How obliging. And you, Robert, how nice to destroy you both at once. (laughs) Oh, I'm not interested in gasoline. No, I'm going to steal something else far more valuable with you out of the way. The island you are on is mined with explosives, set to go off in five minutes. <laughs> if, if you approach the water to escape anywhere but one place, you will cut off a mine. The one place not mined is the little pier. You see it with the escape boat tied up? Huh? Huh? Yes? No, no, don't Don't run run for it, it. no. No. The boat is booby-trapped too. (laughs) However, I'm always fair. You can deactivate the bomb in the boat and escape if you saw the riddle there. Goodbye forever, Batman!
4: The Batman and Robin race to the pier and find a metal box with wires leading from it to explosives in the boat. On the box are seven levers, labeled with the letters A through G. And below, the levers, a sign with the riddle... What letter is like an escape?
0: Very funny. Don't talk. Think. We have to pull the lever with the letter that answers the riddle. Hmm. A letter like an escape. We have two minutes. Think. Wait. I think I have it. What if you don't? We die a little earlier. Here goes nothing. Or everything. Nothing happened. You did it. How?
4: Don't talk. Let's go. Quickly, they untie the boat. Rev the motor and race away.
0: The Riddler never kids around. How did you know the letter was G? How is G like an escape? Because G makes one gone. Oh. Look for the next riddle. It should be in the boat. Oh, right. He couldn't help leaving a clue for us if we escaped, could he? Right, sure. Right here in the toolkit. A note to Batman. What does it say? Not one, but two riddles. Here's the first. When does pulling a bowstring draw crowds instead of arrows? Hey, I've got it, Batman. Yes, when it's pulled by a violinist. Good, Robin, good. What's the other one? Why is a speeding train like a citizen of Moscow?
2: Hmm.
0: Of course, of course. What is it? They're both Russian.
4: Commissioner Gordon here.
0: This is the Batman, Commissioner Gordon.
4: Batman? How are you?
0: Listen carefully. We haven't much time. Our friend, the Riddler, will try his biggest heist tonight.
4: The Riddler, eh?
0: Tonight, the great Russian violinist, Igor Pushevsky, will play his first American concert. His violin is the most valuable Stradivarius in the world. The Riddler will try to steal that violin before the eyes of the world.
4: Oh, That's what he thinks. In Gotham Hall, a huge crowd fills the entire auditorium. Some stand in the aisles, waiting for Pushefsky to appear on stage. Bruce Wayne, socialite and patron of the arts, sits in his private box with Dick Grayson. As the house lights dim, all others eagerly watch the stage. They scan the audience for a sign of the Riddler.
0: He'll never try it. Police are everywhere, at the doors, in the wings, the dressing rooms. Here's Pushevsky. We'll soon see.
4: smell smoke he's trying to start a panic quick and Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson slipped behind the curtain of their box to become the dynamic duo none too soon through the crowd like a plague as smoke begins to roll from the back of the auditorium. Wyshefsky stops playing, confused. Your
1: attention!
0: Your attention, please! Look, up there! It's Robin! Yes, it's Robin!
4: The crowd looks up to see Robin perched on the rail of the private box.
0: It's just smoke, a trick! Please stay in your seats! There is no fire!
4: But pandemonium is erupting. Nothing will hold it back.
1: Robin, where is the Batman? There he is! On the stage with Wyshefsky! The
4: Batman! <laughs> Leaving Robin to handle the crowd, Batman has sprung to the stage to protect the musician. Mr. Pachevsky, yeah. your violin. W- what is happening? A-, a man with a mask. Your violin. Is it safe? <laughs> oh, da, da, a policeman. I gave it to him. He, he-, he came to me during the fire when it started. For, for, for safekeeping, I left it with this man. A policeman. <laughs> Batman hears the Riddler's laugh. He sees him in police uniform carrying a violin case, slipping out a side door surrounded by his thugs.
1: Hover! Door on the left! I'm on my way!
4: Fighting their way through the crowd, they catch up to the last of the thugs. (laughs) But get to the street too late. The Riddler is racing away in a car. From its window, he yells back.
1: Too bad! One more try (laughs) The key of A Yes, the key
0: of A (laughs) Quick, Batman The Batmobile The key of A It must be the answer to a riddle We're supposed to guess the riddle He's getting away, let's go Ah, yes I think I see Can
1: we go now?
0: Yes, but not in the Batmobile it's walking distance. You get Commissioner Gordon, I'll go greet the Riddler.
4: Where? In Igor Poshevsky's hotel room. A darkened room in the Conrad Hotel. If anyone were in the room, he would see a shadow fall across the window. A hulking figure looms outside it on the fire escape. Pries the window open quietly. He carries a violin case. Steps softly into the room. A man in a strange costume, covered with question marks. Then, from the dark, he hears a voice. Good evening, Mr. Enigma. You kept me waiting
0: just to change your clothes.
1: Batman! Blast you!
0: You must want to be caught a lot. Your riddle was easy. I read the papers, too.
1: You won't catch me, you you human rodent!
0: I read all the interviews with Poleszewski. Here's your riddle question: What key unlocks the door to Pushevsky, Right? That led me to this door.
1: That do you. That
0: Your answer: the key of A is the key to Pushevsky because his favorite concerto, which he wrote himself, is written in that key. <laughs> Don't
4: go to sleep, Riddler. We have company. The door opens. Lights go on. Robin and Commissioner Gordon are in the room. Hey, it's him. You got him. And there's the violin. Why in heaven's name did he bring it
0: here? Now, Commissioner, where is the last place we would all think to look? Hmm. He planned to hide it here under Pushevsky's nose, then come back at a later date...
4: I see. I see. Very clever. But you figured it out. How, Batman? What was the riddle?
0: For once today, Robin, we're not in a rush. You have plenty of time to figure it
1: out.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh Another real winner from Power Records. He's these, <laughs> listening to these two kind of together... Um, even though they're very different in terms of their setting their characters you know obviously it's a dc marvel thing they they really kind of to me fit well together cuz they are they're they're both kind of creepy um the guy who played the riddler again no credits really a fantastic voice i mean he sounds even more demented than the guy that played the joker you know his his voice is just so reedy and thin and um if you see the way that uh, neil adams drew uh, the riddler for these power records by the way the story appeared on a batman lp Featuring this this story, plus the other ones, uh, the other adventures, Joker in stacked cards, Scarecrow in the C- Scarecrow's Mirage, and Catwoman in Challenger of the Catwoman. Uh, it also appeared as a solo 45 with just the story. It, it uh, was never used, it was never done as a uh, book and record set, unfortunately. Uh, but anyway, if you look at the way Neil Adams draws the Riddler on the cover, especially to the Batman LP, he is upsettingly thin. I mean, he's thinner than even the Joker was drawn. He he looks like um uh, I I can't even think of what he looks like. I mean, he doesn't look like a full-grown man. His body is so thin in that creepy uniform and then they have this evil head. So, you know, these are really pretty intense stories and I have to say I, I you know, I think they probably one of the reasons they were my favorites growing up is because they they really kind of you know, when I was five or six, listening to these tiptoed me into like a slightly darker universe. Um, they this one, this is the music movie, the food of death, is a classic Batman plot, a stolen violin. You know, that's very nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties Batman. Uh, the production again is superb. I love the way um, it's, it, Batman Batman learns that the uh, the violin has been stolen. And the guy handed it over to him as the guy dresses as the policeman. And then that you know, he says, uh, uh, I gave him to He was dressed as a what policeman? And then, then it crashes in with the Riddler's laugh. It's a really a great moment. These are these are these are so much fun. <laughs> I I love listening to these again. Um so anyway, that's going to end this sort of super quick episode of the Fire and Water Podcast, another Power Records Showcase. We hope you enjoyed it. You enjoyed the first one. I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, if you want to hear more, please let us know. Please, we would love to do more. There's lots of Power Records. There's some that Shag and I want to do together because there are a couple that are he, he particularly loves. So we said, if you if you like it and you want us to keep doing these sort of little special episodes, please uh, please let us know. Um, as always, you can contact us at firewater.com podcast at comcast.net you can follow our tumblr which is fire and water you can find shag at the fire at firestormfan.com and he's also on facebook and twitter under those handles you can follow me at aquamanshrine.com which you can also find that on um, twitter and facebook and there's a couple things i just wanted to mention on a more personal nature because heck i'm here recording and shag's not so why not Uh, On Monday, August—August. What am I talking about? Monday, June seventeenth. I'm going to be launching the second Kickstarter effort for my webcomic Ace Kilroy. We're going to be collecting the second season into a print edition. We have some other really cool prizes that you might enjoy. So, uh, if any of you have checked out Ace Kilroy, and I know some of you have, and I appreciate that, Um, we really would appreciate it if you would consider pledging to the effort to to get us to our uh, to our dollar goal. We 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 don't. we, uh, we need all the help we can get, I guess we should say. Getting a webcomic up and off the ground is, is is a Herculean effort, and we've been having a good – my partner and I, Dan O'Connor, have been having a good time. But this is where we kind of need for everyone else to step up and sort of support the strip. So um, we would appreciate if you would consider pledging. And if you can't pledge or even if you, you know, if you can or can't, but spread the word more than anything else. Let people know about the effort and at Ace Kilbury in general. That would really help us out. And my book, Hey Kids Comics, True Life Tales from the Spinner Rack, is uh, continuing apace. I should have some news about that, about when and where you'll be able to get it fairly soon. But we are moving forward with that. So lots of things to plug. Um, Like I said previously, this episode was brought to you by Instock Trades. We appreciate their sponsorship. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, These are two of my all-time favorite power records. But there are a lot of other really good ones and even some crazier ones to come. So if you want to hear more, please let us know. Uh, until then, fan the flame and ride the wave, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
3: Aquaman and Firestorm fighting crime together. Soak them down or burn them up. No. We're friends forever.
0: Yeah. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies,
6: see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women.
1: That is so-